This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Yeah. Whoa. Sweet. It worked. Well, guys, this has been a very entertaining episode of Bacon Sale. Jacob, you know, I'm surprised that you give us that much information about your criminal background during our regular discussion. Emily, Kent definitely deserved that slap. I still can't believe you went there, Kent. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time. Should we can, all sign out? You can find me at uh, Kenny3DD.com. Like you went back in time. Oh, come on. I did before and it ruined everything. It did. Welcome to Bacon everyone. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And Jacob. And hey, we, we have a guest. I don't know if guest. that was obvious. Hi, I'm Emily. I've been here before. You have been here before. <laughs> and I, I wanted to say, Emily, that this whole month of Feminogist, which is now coming to a close with you, mm. as the culmination of Feminogist. I'm the final girl. You are the first Ooh. girl and, and the, the final, final girl. Because we're never having another one on again. <laughs> uh, Except me, right? Continue to um, come back. No, honestly, we could not do a Feminogist show without our, our premier feminine presence on our show with Emily. What about Ooh. me? I'm so honored and also insulted that I wasn't brought on earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh. You were, we were building okay, up to the I, end. Right, right, right. It was all, it was all just to be that I could come on again. Yeah, but Emily's been on the show a couple times uh, mm-hmm. as a repeat, repeat guest. This is my fourth uh, time now, I M. think. M.A. Shyamalan split and one that I don't want to remember. Yeah, well, we erased um, that from existence, I think. Yes, we did. I don't even know what you're talking about right but now. But the funny thing is, even though you've been on mm-hmm. a number of times... We've never asked you the verses questions. Uh, the time yes. has come. <laughs> so now, Emily, as you know, well know, every guest that we have on here that we remember to do this with, we have a series of questions we're going to ask you. Are you ready? Yes, I'm so ready. Which is better, Karate Kid 1 or Karate Kid 2? Karate Kid 1, though I did kill Mr. Miyagi, just so you know. What, you killed Pat Morita? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? One time, my... He's invincible. It was the, my brother and sister really wanted to watch Karate Kid one night, and they were like, please, can we watch this? And I was like, I do not want to watch this. And he died that night, and they say that I'm responsible for his death. Which is worse, Star Wars Episode One or Star Wars Episode Two? You know the answer to this, and frankly, I'm just offended that this is even a question. I, I will tell you the answer for her because she she still has the biggest I, crush on Hayden Christensen. Yeah, it's Star absolutely. Wars one. I was the person that helped him have ammo for that show. He's like, Emily, I know you have Episode Two. Tell me all the good things about it. And I was like, Oh, I, I, I could will. barely find any. Yeah, Episode One is the worst one, just because okay. Jar Jar. Uh, you know, like it's he, so you know he's in two as well, right? Yeah, but he's in like for five minutes and then they made him be responsible for everything. And yeah, then it's exactly. like, haha, that's funny. All right. Do you rate <laughs> movies using stars or letter grades? Well, but is the letter grades like out of five? Because I do letter grades out of 10 on my blog. Yeah, she does numbers. What? Numbers. Straight numbers. Yeah, just like like out of 10, 10, like nine out of 10. I don't think 10. that's still a letter grade then. But if you had to pick three it, stars I and letter grades, if I had picking? to pick, but I'd pick letter grades because that easily more easily translates to like out of 10. Okay. Which is more America? Rocky Four or Independence Day? My brothers would kill me if I did not pick Rocky Four. Well done. They were the ones that actually should, came up with that theory, not Kent. Oh, please. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Okay. Okay, that's cute. Is Night Before Christmas a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? I think it's a Halloween movie. Okay. Buffy or X-Files? I would pick. You guys are not cheering and stuff. No, I, it's because it's mostly because I'm just proud of her right now. <laughs> <laughs> but on this one, I will pick X-Files. I've, I've never had any desire to watch Buffy ever. Lord of the Rings or Star Wars? I oh, mean, yeah, this one's so easy. Hold on. Lord of the Star Wars, guys. Come on. Lord of the Star Wars. I didn't see that one. Lord of the Wars. Uh, no, Star Wars. I, I can't. I, I would not be true to myself. Shocking. All right. I mean, but if we were to say The Hobbit versus Star Wars The Force That's Awakens. That's another show altogether. That's okay, okay, another okay, show okay. altogether. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Two more. Which is more Christmassy, okay. Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? Die Hard, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I don't think you know. And uh, finally, <laughs> Phantom or Les Mis? I think I would go with 
I think I'd go with Les Mis. Well, because, like, I'm more of a movie person, straight up, and I would pick the Les Mis movie over the Phantom movie. Wow. Which and one? Would talking, you do the non-musical or the I've musical I've gone version? to both musicals. Like, I've gone to the Broadways of both of them. I think I like Les Mis better. Okay. okay. There so. we go. So you finally, on your fourth time on the show, got asked the questions uh, yes. that we ask everyone. I'm finally a real guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today, Jacob? Today, guys, we're going to go back in time. <gasps> go back in time. Dun, 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 dun. Or we're going to figure out how time travel works in movies, one or the other. In movies? Well, media. I thought we were going to do it in real life. Also in real life. I did uh, it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And this Please is, don't. Uh, this Tim's is gonna actually, teach us his ways. Yes. This is a listener-driven idea. We'd like to thank Marcus Moss for his idea in which he said, time travel, which TV shows and movies got it right, which ones got it wrong? Well, it's a jumping off point, at least for right, the discussion. Yeah. 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 Well, I would like to point out that all the other feminogus guests got to pick their own topics. And uh, so I've gone back in the future and now we're turning this show into an Obi-Wan spinoff episode where we're really going to talk about who would <laughs> play Emily. in best. Okay, 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 sorry. <laughs> we are not talking Star Wars with you ever again. Or you are going back into the snow globe. But everyone don't want to talk about. Star Wars. Joel's hurting right now. I don't want to talk Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually going to get kind of cerebral. I'm actually kind of impressed because uh, we. We are going to break down the types of time travel movies. Yeah. And we were assigned uh, one of the types because there's three basic types. Which works out really well. Yeah. So it worked out well. And then we're going to discuss movies that that happens in. We may even talk about time travel in real life. And as a special added bonus. What? I gave uh, Kent a little bone and said, hey, we can do a little bit of a pitchy on the show. A little pitchy. Yeah, you, like Randy Jackson would say, you're a bit pitchy. A little pitchy. Pitches. And, and I appreciate it, Joel. But I also said when you said, hey, we may even do a pitch at the end of the show. And he said, really? And then I said, but this doesn't count as a doesn't pitch episode. Pitch. It did. Because I worked hard for this next pitch episode. You watched like, more Girls is not worth this. <laughs> like three yeah. Gilmore Girl episodes. I'm almost done with season one. I'm almost done with season five. Ew. Ooh, you're still not done with season one. It's really rough It's been right a couple now. months. Emily oh, and Richard oh my are gosh. having issues. This is a really, that's a bad season. It is. And Rory's like out of control. I guys, 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 guys. I used to be Team Dean. I'm no longer Team oh, Dean. Oh, I don't think anyone stays Team Dean. We're never talking about Gilmore Girls or Star Wars ever again. Okay. Can we do a Gilmore Girls show, Joel? Yeah. Good night. Yes. Good night. <laughs> all right. But, uh, so the so, three main types of mm-hmm. time travel. When you can you can break down almost all time travel movies, and this isn't our original thought. This is something we found online. Mm-hmm. We agreed with, and a lot of people say this. It's yeah. Kind of a. Uh, but there's three basic types, which is fixed, dynamic, and multiverse. Yep. Multipass and multipass. Uh, so we're each we've broken down the topics, and I believe I had the first one with fixed. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then we will go to Emily with dynamic and Kent from multiverse. Yes. Uh, All right, so, so this is like a college course almost. Like you're yeah, a little scientific here. You guys can sound, listener, you can sound smart. The next time you go into a classroom and they start talking about time travel, you're like, well, there's actually three distinct parts, <laughs> fixed, dynamic, and multi-pass. And they'll be like, no, it's multiverse, you idiot. <laughs> you anyway, idiot. gosh. Gosh. No, what? what? No, stop why, that. Why is Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> We're not doing Napoleon Dynamite quotes oh, on the show. But there is time travel involved in that film, so it, it is going to be brought up, right? There is. <laughs> there is. We're not doing, no. But my mind is fixed, and the the whole basis behind fixed time travel means that we exist within a fixed timeline. You cannot change the past. You cannot change the future. It's all kind of fixed. There's, so there's no reason to go back in time. Even if you go back, things are always meant to be. Is that what you're saying? Well, and that's, that's this is where it gets confusing. This is where I, I like the mind-bending aspect of it, because essentially the future you left cannot be changed, because whatever you do to change it 
we'll lead to that means future. that you wouldn't have gone back in time in the first place to change it. It oh. creates a paradox. Now, most of these plots, right, are where people try to do it. It's just a futile effort. Yes. It, right? You've seen these, yeah, you've seen these movies out. before oh, where no, they think they're making waste. a difference, mm-hmm. but then they realize, yeah. oh, no, this is the same thing I've been doing the whole time. So if you went back in time and switched out the baby of Hitler with another baby, what would happen? That baby would be Hitler. It would end up right. being Hitler. The other right? baby yeah. would end up being. Yeah. And I think we're going to talk about baby Hitler a lot on this I know, episode. Actually, it's like on all the, every time I <laughs> yeah. Googled, it's like baby Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> it seems, well, no, it seems like every time people talk about time travel, it's go back in time and kill Hitler mm-hmm. or go back in time and, and swap out Hitler. Or go make Hitler nice. Like that swap seems to be the. <laughs> Get him into art the, school, dang it. <laughs> the fixed point there. But uh, and then Doctor Who talks about this a couple times where he, Doctor Who reference because as you know Doctor Who does travel through time and space. What uh, is, but, that, is that part of I the show? I didn't agree to be on that. <laughs> but if you have if you haven't seen the show, you should know that he does change some things. Like they travel through time, and he does change some things, and then some things he says we can't change this, and the people are like why? And he's like, it's a fixed point. We can't change this. So it, even on Doctor Who, it accounts for it. But to give you some examples real quick, so uh, Twelve Monkeys, right? Nineteen ninety five. There's going to be some spoilers here, but it's a nineteen ninety five movie. If you haven't seen it by now. I have not seen it by What? Now. You really haven't? You really? <laughs> no, but anyway, go ahead. Okay. Oh, really good. Well, okay, you're going to get a spoiler. Okay, spoiler. So uh, James, James Cole, uh, who's played by Bruce Willis, he's uh, he's in the future, and a virus has wiped out humanity. And so they say, we're going to send you back in time to discover how the virus was done. And he's, he's in a psych ward because he always has these, like, uh, he saw a man get killed in front of him when he was a kid, kind of messed him up. And so then he goes back in time, tries to find out, meets Brad Pitt in, in a loony bin. Long story short... He uh, discovers where the virus is and they go to the they're in an airport. And as he's trying to stop them, someone else is trying to stop him from stopping the virus. And he gets shot and dies right in front of a little kid who's him. Oh, and yes, so that's yes. the whole point is that he was the man he saw murder. Yes, yes, yes. And he wasn't able to stop the virus because he can't change time. It's fixed. Another good example, I think it's not a good movie, but it's a good example, was The Time Machine with Guy Pierce. Oh, right. In uh, 2002. And this one, his his uh, fiance dies, and so he goes back. He he obsesses over trying to find a way to travel through back in time and stop this. Everything he does to try to save his fiance ends up not working. She dies some other way, and he finds out it's because if she hadn't have died, he wouldn't have obsessed to build the time machine. Therefore, he can't change that. He has mm-hmm. to build the time machine because mm-hmm. he already did it. So he's able to change little things, but the end point is the same. Other examples like Kyle Reese being. being uh, Going back in time to save Sarah Connor ends up being the father of John Connor. Right. Uh, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban uh, also has another one of these elements where, I mean, it has a bunch in it, but Harry sees his dad across the lake casting a Patronus mm-hmm. and then he travels back in time and he's waiting for his dad and turns out he's the other he's person who's kind of like saving himself. But there's some examples of the fixed yeah, it's time. Like, oh, it's my dad. And, oh, it was actually me. Which I have to admit, I love I loved the twist when this comes about. But it is kind of a bummer in regard to time travel. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you can't, you can't change it. I'm sorry. So okay. next up, so we have now we're on to dynamic. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just gonna straight up read this synopsis that straight method up, shop, <laughs> methodshop.com. Uh, that Kent linked me when he was like, just do this. <laughs> I just tell people what to do. Yeah, he he's like this is you're coming on the podcast. Every and you're episode of Baby is heavily scripted by Kent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Thank um, you for playing your roles. <laughs> well, I'm happy that I got this one though because it features my favorite. Well, one, my top three favorite the hot movies. Tub time Please no, about time. About time is. I, I think you should also save them just in case. Okay, okay. Well, well, anyway, dynamic timeline. History is fragile. Even the smallest changes can have a huge impact. After traveling back in time, your actions may impact your own timeline. 
the result is a paradox. Your changes to the past might result in you never being born, as seen in Back to the F- or well, not completely seen in Back to the Future, Almost but that's seen. the plot in, of Back to the Future. Yeah. He'd be um, erased from or existence. never, yes, or never tra- traveling in time in the first place. And they actually mention the time machine that that's kind of like. I mean, he does change the future, but it's kind of like, a, which one is it really? Other ones, though, the first one that I thought of, though, besides Back to the Future, is the Simpsons Halloween episode, <laughs> which is... <laughs> which one? Which, which Treehouse of on, Horror? Hold on, hold on, I wrote it down. Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 5, Season 6, Episode 6, that aired October 30th, 1994. So when people were watching this, it the good days. The, yeah. The, yeah. Yes, the segment was called Time and Punishment. I even Ooh, like crime and punishment. I get it. it. Uh, yes. So Homer comes back. He like he gets his hand stuck in the toaster twice, and then he has to go fix it with, and he uses some nuclear tools that yeah, he has, and I so this one. he pushes the toaster, and he ends up back in the prehistoric age when he says dinosaurs weren't just confined to zoos. <laughs> <laughs> And so his first thing, you know, and he's like, I have to remember the advice that my <laughs> that my dad gave me on my wedding day, which I don't know why he gave that to him on his wedding day. But he's like, if you ever travel back in time for some reason, even the smallest change could, you know, change the course of history. The butterfly effect, as they say. Yes. And that is one of the ones as well. But that's not really as fun to talk about. Let's be no, honest. Not, no. Let's talk about a Simpsons episode. So he sees a bug, a mosquito, and he squishes him. And then he wakes up, comes back, and Flanders rules the universe. Uh, is the unquestioned lord and master of all the world. Yep. And then the second one, he tries. He's like, "I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna." And then he, he just uh, slips and then falls on a fish. And he says, "I wish. I wish I hadn't killed that fish." <laughs> then he ends up in a giant world. And then he sneezes in a T Rex's face, and all all animals everywhere die. But that time he's in a mansion where it rains donuts from the sky. But since they didn't know the word donuts, he couldn't live in that universe. Yeah. So see, that just shows like the smallest. The tiniest things, the effect that it has. But <laughs> realistically... Well, it, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, honestly, in regard to if time travel will, which we'll get into later, but mm-hmm. that, that it seems to make more sense to me as like you could change, you could alter the timeline. Like the way the... Doc, I love the way Doc Brown explained it when he just showed the yeah. lines and said, no, we've broken and now we're on this different timeline altogether. You've changed history. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the thing is you can't go... Like you have to go back to that exact moment where it was changed because otherwise you can't get back there. Let me ask you this. In fixed and in dynamic, when you go back in time, do you see your younger self? Or is this kind of wibbly wobbly? Do you all of a sudden become you well, that's in this other I've... timeline? Or do you see well, your younger I self? I mean, there's different ways of yeah. thinking. And I mean, is it bad like to the, see your younger self? There's the quantum leap way, which is you're leaping into someone else's body through someone else's viewpoint. There's okay. like back to the future when yeah, you're physically we're... there. Yeah. And then there's ones like about time where you can only yeah, go within I, yourself. Yes, I had about time as well and hot tub time machine where they become Great younger. <laughs> I had to. Okay, film. so today, I don't <laughs> film. I threw it out there. today I had time to watch. I was like, do I watch Butterfly Effect? Which I don't. Uh, so I watched a trailer of it. So I was like, Butterfly Effect or Hot Tub Time Machine? Butterfly Effect or Hot Tub Time Machine? So I went with Hot Tub Time Machine. I'm not Why? sure if it was the best decision I've ever it made wasn't. in my life. <laughs> was it better but, than Butterfly Effect? <laughs> butterfly Effect is much better. Oh man, that's pretty but, bad. Uh, I mean, he changes his future as well by stealing Google, the spoiler alert. In the, Hot Tub Time in Machine. In Hot Tub Time Machine. But About Time is, is let's, let's actually talk about a good film, oh, shall man. we? So About Time, and About Time is one of those surprising time travel films mm-hmm. where it's, you don't think it's going to be a time travel movie, but then when it, it turns out to be yeah, a time travel movie, is. which the whole point of About Time is the men in this family can, can travel yeah. through time. And by and, going into a closet, clenching their fists. <laughs> 
and thinking about where they want to go. I, and I really like that. It's just so simple it's and, and very, well, yeah, for <laughs> real. Talk about feminogus. It's yeah. carried on the Y chromosome. Um, it's genetics, Kent. Really, the time Y chromosome. I really like. Um, it's a flux capacitor. About Ooh. times. Because, I mean, you can definitely like see, like he changes the gender of one of his kids on accident. Like, Which I is, don't really know how exactly he changes it back, but. Even though I think it's a perfect movie and I love it, the only thing, you going spoiler with this? alert, Where you going with this? Easy. the only thing I would do if I was him in his shoes to, to keep seeing his dad. Make out with Margot Robbie. Well, I yeah. wouldn't do that, but I'm sure you guys would. Did. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot. Is he should have, he should have like, just like once Rachel McAdams, once he knew she wanted kids, be like, okay, I'm just going to go back and get her pregnant before my dad dies so then I can keep seeing him the rest of my life. That's what I would have done if I were him. Okay. That's, devious. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would have done. He's like, oh, she's, she's going to want another baby. Let me just get that pregnant. And then we're back. We're not having any more. We just can't. Like, I, I, I want to point out that it was done. the female on the show that said, get that pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point that out. It wasn't any of us. So true. Send your angry email to catch that. So you said to that. Emily. Hey, get that pregnant. All I said was kiss a very pretty woman. <laughs> I did not say get that pregnant. She's just doing a callback to Kim. Like, oh you want to set me up with that? I never, or you think I'm a happens. good match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bring that get up. Get that pregnant. Don't, don't bring that up. I don't want to sound bad. So, yeah. sorry, so there you have dynamic. You can change the past, but it can have dramatic effects. Yes. Little, any, like, littlest movement. All right, Kim, let's hear about multiverse. Are you ready to make it complicated? All right. Give us the regular synopsis, then we'll start going through some movies. Multiverse builds on dynamic very closely. Doesn't really deal with fixed all that much because fixed things stay the same. Mm -hmm. It plays on dynamic and then breaks the entire universe. Comics fans are very familiar with the multiverse. They have to be. Yeah, they have to be because, for example, Batman. Let's look at the 75 year history. At one point, Batman. Oh, you, know about, you know about Batman? Just a little bit. I'm in the biggest Batman fan in the room. So uh, we don't want to fight. We're not, we're not talking weight. Okay. We're talking likings. <laughs> the big Batman. The big, man. bigger Batman. Batman. Uh, yeah. See also the American History Quiz. Yeah. Batman it, in his career, and even at the same time, there, let's say there's four Batman comic books re- being released in the same month, mm-hmm. and they all have different stories with different adventures. Maybe Batman's a detective. Maybe, maybe he had his back broken. Maybe he's Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And so what? It, how they explained it is, yeah, we're just putting a lot of Batman stories out there, but we're going to call it the multiverse, meaning all of these Batman exist in their own universe. Earth 1, 2, 3, 4, and so on. And it's a way because, I mean, comics have been around, you know, since yes, 30s, 40s, something like that. Sure. And uh, they had so many storylines going and changed so many times that this really had to happen because then it's like... Wait, what is Spider-Man doing right now? And they're like, which Spider-Man? Yeah, right. Miles Morales or Peter Parker? So the thing here is, is the multiverse is time travel, a time travel method, but also just exists as well. And it means that no matter what you do, no matter, like, if I take a drink of Mountain Dew or Diet Mountain Dew, right? This is regular Mountain Dew. Hold We're, on. Oh, I'm supposed to get diet? Yeah, I'm on a diet. <laughs> you didn't say diet. Here, that's a great. Okay. You got me a regular Mountain Dew. I just took a sip. And that is that is changes the universe. Are you if talking? You, are you going to talk about the community timelines? Then, of if course you're doing, I will. Okay, please all right, do, all right, all right. Of course like, I will. I was like, That's but if you got going. me a diet Mountain Dew, that changed the timeline to something else. That maybe I got the best way in at work tomorrow, whereas now I won't, thanks to you. <laughs> Does job, that make sense I a little bit? Randy paid me off. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you just created a new timeline. Hopefully, it is not the worst. So timeline. it's not that there's a fixed amount of Earths. It that every time a decision is made, there is infinite amount of Earths, meaning. There may be 
a cool boy podcast that we decided to start. We had never named it that. No, in one universe we did. <laughs> we and, did. And I love Marvel in this universe. Ugh. Right? <laughs> Let's go there. Wow, that's going to get taken out of context. <laughs> oh, no. Why do I do this that? <laughs> so, okay. And just to give you like a really technical description. So, infinite number of parallel universes trailing in into the past causes a divergent timeline. So, they all kind of seem the same, but then the further they get, they... It, but then how does this differ from Doc Brown in that when he said that Marty, when Marty changed the past, it broke the timeline and they're on a new timeline? Here's the thing. I believe that they exist on two timelines. He's like, oh, it's Do- my movie. Doc Brown was? No, no, not exactly. I think there's movies are kind of wibbly wobbly with the time travel methods, right? They could even have two. But I think there's one where Doc dies and there's one where they don't. And they save everything. So and that would be multiverse. So here's this. And this is why it's different than dynamic. You could go back in time and kill your own grandparents. In dynamic, you would disappear, right? Mm-hmm. You'd be gone because you just went back in time and you were never born because your grandparents never, you know, like it's when they were younger, dark, for example. This is a dark timeline. Yes. But in but not the darkest timeline. But in multiverse, <laughs> you go back in time, kill your grandparents when they're young. And guess what? You're still chilling out. You exist. You just created a universe where you don't exist. You just can't go back to that one. You can never go back to your original timeline. And Mm -hmm. so you could do anything and it creates all these different universes. You could keep going back in time and doing things and you just created infinite You're basically saying that multiverse is like dynamic but without the responsibility. Yes. And you basically create accountability. Nightmare scenarios or good scenarios. It's kind of like, uh, sorry, go ahead. I think the fact that that, um, Marty McFly starts disappearing proves that it's not possible for that to be a multiverse then. Well, and the fact that he goes back and is able to change it and go back to the way it was. Well, not the way it was, I guess. Better. Ooh, that could have been a multiverse. No, there are multiple sides here. Yeah. (laughs) Multiple sides like to a die. Like yeah. in community? Yes, exactly. So, yeah, let's just talk about that. I mean, because we're going to bring up media anyways. If you haven't watched Community, one of the funniest shows ever. You need to right now. And there's an episode, if I may jump into this, I yeah. love this episode. But there's an episode where they roll the die to see what they're going to do. And the episode is showing what each one of those die rolls does. So it's like, who's going to get the pizza? Yeah. Oh, right. That's, yeah. That's- and then he's like, I'm going to roll the die. Oh, if you do this, Jeff, you're going to be creating six different timelines. Of course I will, Abed. And he throws <laughs> up the die, and then the new timeline starts, and it shows all the different possibilities. Mm-hmm. And then it's funny, because as the show continues, they reference the other timelines. Yes. Including the darkest timeline, which has an evil Abed that's going to kill everybody. But anyway... It gets kind of ridiculous, but I, I think that's one of the best examples. If you want a great example of multiverse, watch mm-hmm. that episode of Community. Oh, what episode is that? I don't even remember the name of it. It's uh, Remedial Chaos Theory. Oh, good job. Do you know what season and episode? I, I think it's I season like, two. I feel like it's season three. I think, no, it's season two, because <laughs> season three, it started to wane just a little bit. I think bit. you're wrong. I think it's, I think it's a later Look season. Look it up. I'm season two, episode right five. Now. It is, I'm saying season two, five. It is the third. Timers are on. It is the third, but aired as fourth episode of the third season. Oh, ah, dang it. I know Community better than you. It's <laughs> a good guess. <laughs> no, it wasn't a guess. I knew. <laughs> community, community needs to get on Netflix now. Yeah. It's on, yeah, is it no on Hulu? Kidding. It's on Hulu, but who likes Hulu? Yeah. So I actually think of a quantum leap quantum. as as a multiverse. As a multiverse, really? Yes, and he's never returned to his own time. He did he, return to his own time. He, what's that? He kept leaping until he, he died. kept leaping, and I think because he went and actually changed things, it was a different sort of universe. You think that Sam was basically just creating a bunch of multiverses? dimensions, specifically dimensions? It was dimensional. You're travel. saying that theorizing that one could time travel with his own lifetime, Doctor Sam Beckett stepped into the quantum leap accelerator and vanished just to create multiple verses. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, let me check my watch. Beep, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> yes. Uh, or sliders would be a great example sliders. of this as well. So if anyone remembers sliders, sliders. they're pretty low. Sliders. They're pretty. Sizzler. Like <laughs> the, <laughs> mini, the mini hamburgers. Yeah. I love sliders. Me too, right? The buffalo chicken slider is the only thing from Arby's I'll ever get. Oh my gosh. You might like found something from Arby's. Get the pizza slider. Oh, I got that one too. It was pretty good. They're selling turkey legs in honor of the season finale of Game of Thrones. Is that true? Which will have aired. Looks like we're doing an Arby's episode. Did we just time travel to another food episode? Right. Like Arby's? Where Kit likes Arby's. Yeah. But Slider is so, for example, it's a really low budget 90s TV show on Fox. Sliders. The one episode they go to like one where the Germans won World War Two, another one where the world is communist, one where dinosaurs still were one living. One where men are extinct. Well, it's just different every episode. Yeah, that. there was. Yeah, I remember that Absolutely. episode. Yeah. And so they just kept traveling and they actually couldn't control it. And so it was really dimensional travel rather than time travel. Yep. But something was changed along the way but to make them to go to a completely different world. There are some scientists who think that space and time are kind of related to one another. So if you can travel through space, you can also travel through time. Yes. But that gets far more cerebral than I'm prepared so, to go So right Doctor now. Who, they, they often go on a fixed timeline unless they don't want to. Yeah. Really broken rules where it's like... We need to save these people. It's like, no, it's meant to be. Or we need to save these people. Yes, then we, then we can save. But and then he it changes knows, things yeah. slightly. It's super convenient. It's not. Yes. It's, but they, they explain it in kind of a good way because it's like he's a time lord. He knows which points are fixed and which are not. No, I think it's when he decides to grow a two hearts, <laughs> you know, and then he's like, yep, we're going to save him, I guess. Here we go. Bringing up Doctor Who to just confuse everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So someone's seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So we feel pretty good. So fixed. I found. I, yeah. I remembered one from Fixed. Okay. That we need to talk about. No, we're gonna we're gonna bring yeah. it. Oh, okay, okay. Dave's gonna bring well, some I'm movies. Just, I'm just worried that he won't have it on there. Don't jump the gun, Emily. Don't <laughs> okay. Okay. Jump I'll, if, again. I'll just do yeah. it. So, so Doctor Who. If Rose I don't say it, was you bring great it up. for okay. the Doctor. Okay. Martha was much more lively. Okay, that's great. <laughs> With Fixed, nothing yes. can change, even though you found a time machine, my first went back, so and you try to change something. If you in Fixed, if you try to change something, you'll find out it already happened that way, and you're gonna discover that it's you've already done it. Okay. But uh, with dynamic, you can make changes, but it could screw everything up or make everything better. Yeah, you, but it you, will you change. Can endanger your own existence. Yes, but you have the one timeline that everyone's working on, and then in yours, it's a multiverse. Multiverse. You created a new universe where a bad situation exists, a good situation exists, a middle situation exists, and so on and so forth. Everything that can be done by anyone has been done in some universe. All right, you guys have got that. Wow. Okay, it's time for your test. Please Ruh-roh. get out your pencils and paper. <laughs> Nailed it. All right, Jacob. So let's go through a couple of these. Just name a couple of these right. movies, and we'll talk about what which one they think we think they fit in. We're not going to go through too many of these, just as many as we. Feel right, we're going to start with. with the most critically acclaimed uh, of all time travel movies, Army of Darkness. That's <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Because an Army of Darkness, and we will have to explain these uh, for those of you who haven't seen them. Army of Darkness is the third in the Evil Dead trilogy. Uh, Ash is sent back in time to the medieval times in a portal and then he kind of just <laughs> has to deal with deal with it the undead army back in medieval times i mean this is where he doesn't have his hand and so yeah this is a, I haven't thought and, and this one. really hard like i saw it on here and i was like i don't know well except for he does get back to his own time yes he does and does there it is a demon like there much but there is a demon there so i wonder if he did change the timeline but he still works like at a gro- like at a hardware store or something right like wasn't yeah. it i don't I'm, know but he's now a hero yeah he'll, but i don't know to the king baby that much <laughs> Thank you. What? <laughs> thank you. I just, like, I, just, I just like when people quote Evil Dead. Okay. Right. <laughs> so thank you. You're welcome. That was weird. <laughs> All right. Just cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. I'm calling this one fixed and I'll tell you why. Yeah, why? In the pages of the Necro- Necronomicon, as told by Evil Dead 2, there is an illustration with a guy 
with a shotgun, a boomstick, if you will, and a chainsaw hand that yeah. saved medieval times. That's he true. was then sent in a portal to the past to be that savior, uh. came back, and, and honestly, the ghosts were, or the, the deadites were already on the earth because they read aloud the words of the Necronomicon. So it was already happening. Nothing could be changed. It was fate. I'll I think agree. it's a fixed. I'll agree. Kay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fixed agree. Timeline. I know too much about Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. And ladies. Single. <laughs> Is, First you want to kill me. Now you want to kiss me. Give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> so good. Thank you, Kent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I hear that conversation every week, so it doesn't even phase me. Yeah, that, that exact one. Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek the Multiverse, new, the reboot. The, right? the, yes. The, yes, I'm talking the, re, the Chris Pine, J.J. Abrams reboot. Which, that one's got to be multiverse. It has to be it multiverse. Is, it is only a multiverse. It seems like it's even a nod to the fact of multiverse. A lot existing. of people hated it because of what they did. Because if you don't know what happens in Star Trek, uh, 2006, 2009. Nine, thank you. Um, they travel through time. Because, you know, this is like a reboot of the series, so they, mm-hmm. they have to do everything exactly right or people are going to get after them unless they change the timeline and create a whole new if, dimension. If you think about it, this is one of the smartest reboots ever. It's it very is. smart. Because they gave us the old cast, if you the old characters. Yeah, Kirk and Spock. But and the thing is, they didn't have to go through their boring episodes and, and adventures that we all saw, and they could give us a different character dynamic because old Spock caused something really terrible and follow, you know, the Romulan ship caused the death of Kirk's father and everything changed. Romulan ships. Bring out the red matter. The red matter. <laughs> it's not a great plot device, but really. <laughs> Wasn't that in Thor the Dark World? <laughs> that was the Black Cherry Shasta. Shasta. Oh, that's right. That's right. The ether. But this is a total multiverse because the old one still exists. And so does the new one. And it's a smart way to do it because they can make nods to the original series, mm-hmm. but then do their own thing. And people can't get mad because it's like, hey, it's not canon anymore. Different and, universe. And now mm-hmm. instead of being like Ricardo Montalban. Khan, sorry, spoiler alert, can be a squirrely British guy who's not all that great. Yep. Yeah, he's kind of smart. He's a high-functioning sociopath. I just want to see Emily's reaction to you bashing <laughs> oh, him better at Karen Patch. No, I don't really like him that much. I just, yeah, I just like doing like bashes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, once he went into the Marvel Universe, I didn't really... Anyway. <laughs> oh, more bias than me. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do another Star Trek one. First Contact. You guys... I don't know if Joel have yes, you seen this? I've seen that one. Okay, this is a different answer. So that's the one where the him and Picard go riding on horses together in the mountains, right? That's Generations. Dang it! <laughs> that's what you remembered from Generations. I remember he, uh, that Kirk said he had to wear pantyhose during that scene because his uh, uniform was riding weird or something. I, like that. I struggle on this one because they went Lack back in time and they already knew this historic event was going to happen. Like the first contact, mm-hmm. but I feel like they needed to change things in order, like save them in order to make sure the aliens and the humans met. Well, because the aliens go back happened. to the purpose of stopping something, right? But it still happened regardless. That's true. I don't think they really. These guys are nerds. I haven't seen I'm this saying one, fixed. So I'm, I'm saying fixed this. on this one. Uh, uh, this is, this no. is probably the best one. You should oh, watch it. Okay. Because <laughs> here's the thing: they went back to. Hey, they travel back in time to get the whales too. Oh, in yeah. four. The Voyage yeah. Home didn't yeah. really work out so well. I was trying to decide if I should talk about that one, and I figured you would be even less likely to know that one. That one I know. Oh, man. How'd that work out? <laughs> yeah. Is that fixed? It's got to be dynamic. Because it's, it's, it's designed as dynamic, but you're right. I mean, the good guys win, so it the ends good guys up being win. fixed. Like, honestly, I feel like if it if they are like, hey, this good thing happened in history, mm-hmm. and then they go back in time, and they're like, yep, it still happened. No, but I they're like like going back fixed. in time to get the whales to save the whales in number four, and then they save the whales, so it's dynamic. <laughs> 
I don't even know anymore. I'm so confused. All right, let's get off Star Trek. <laughs> Please. This is our blind spot. So we're not sure. This is blind is basically spot. the answer. All right, let's see if we can find one that we can answer. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. Love this, this one movie. has to be multi, doesn't it? I mean, love like, this well, movie. Because they never like actually change anything. Like they kidnap all these people and like show them the world and the world still stays the same. No, no, the reason the reason that Bill and Ted's gets time travel right is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I love that about it. They're like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to I'm going to put a garbage can up here and it's going to fall on this guy's head. I'm going to go back in time and do that. And then it does. Yeah. Like it's all they're changing their timeline while they're in the present, which is really, really fun. Yeah. And I think that's why it works. Actually, wait, is it fixed? Because like they wouldn't become like the rock star gods they were without. I, the- no, I'm going to say dynamic. It's on dynamic. This one. Oh, OK. Only because the reason that Rufus, uh, if you don't know the story of Bill and Ted's <laughs> please, Excellent Adventure. Please, indulge. Rufus, a uh, person from the Rufus. future, uh, played by George Carlin, comes back in time to help Bill and Ted pass their midterm. So they, they can become great rock stars, bring harmony to the universe because it got broken somehow. We really don't know how it got broken, I don't think. No. But he has to go back and change it, which proves that he's doing something. Although we never see the other universe, so maybe it is fixed. I would actually say it's closer to dynamic or multiverse, because probably more dynamic because you never actually see them in the future succeed. I think something well, is still there broken. And everyone yeah. like knows who they are. Yeah, remember like they every, all start doing the strumming guitar yeah, thing, and they, they already all love like them. that was there midway through. And if you accept, like, I feel like it's I'm sorry, you still get your bonus journey and bogus nothing journey. good. Bogus journey. Bogus. We're not talking about bogus journey here. We're talking I like about good. I like bogus journey. I own both of those, and I enjoy both. Of <laughs> no, those. even Keanu Reeves says you never. Uh, these guys are going to be has-beens when they grow up. They're. Ne- he actually said this. He's like, Alex Winters wrote a script because he's Alex Winters and nobody knows who he is anymore. He was, and he says, he we were has-beens. The Esquire. characters never became rock gods. No, they did, though, because they they did. at the, the end of Bogus Journey, at the end of Bogus Journey, they play the song and it starts uniting everyone right then. They begin the future at the end of Bogus Journey after they die Missy? and go to hell and then heaven. And- Mom? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, Missy, I'm a mom. Which, it's just such a fun concept. They go to pass their history midterm. They go back in time and get a bunch of historical figures to bring them into Okay, their hold on. Report. So you're saying fixed because they kidnapped no, no, Napoleon? No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying d- dynamic because okay. George Carlin had to come back to fix something. But I, I think that could be fixed as well because he came back and they went forward. I don't know. It's getting my head all twisty well, now. It's it the same problem we have with Star like, Trek. It seems kind of similar to like Terminator though, where like something in the future had them like, because the future was jeopardized. So they had to go back and then it causes that future. But the future is still always happening and yeah. still always, there's know. a different version of each. Anyway, yeah. We're we, getting, we talk about, we talk about, <laughs> about the show is called in the weeds. weeds. I'll, I'll say fixed only because that's my category and I can justify it. Yeah. yeah. I need to make a vote. I'm saying dynamic. I say fixed. Dang it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. High five. Is it big and still approved? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, it's this little movie you like a little bit, Joel. Uh, Interstellar. Fixed. Boring. Is that a category? Wow. <laughs> you gave it three and a half stars. No, that one's obviously Brilliant fixed because at the very beginning, there's references that you get when he finally goes into the fifth dimension and is able mm-hmm. to manipulate it, it makes sense. Like, Oh, that's why the watch fell off the shelf and things like that, because he already did it. Everything was predestined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Which totally if you've you seen predestination, speaking of Marcus Moss, who suggested this show, Holy cow. He suggested I was predestination. And I was like, uh, you're going to be weirded out by it a ton, <laughs> yeah. but it is really smart. It's, oh, yeah. and I, I don't want to give too much away because it is a time travel movie and it's 
dark. Like right. I saw that on the list. I hadn't heard of it. And uh, Ethan yeah, well, yeah, it's oh, and, really it's mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, and it, he does a very good job in it. It's an amazing time travel movie in what they try to do, but man, it is dark. So if you don't mind dark and disturbing, uh, give Predestination a watch. Okay. So Kent would love it. Kent, I, 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 did, I did really like it actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, Looper was the answer. Guys, who's claiming this? To talk about it. I thought it was yours. I'm saying it's multiverse. So, wait, wait. Give the okay. synopsis of, of Looper. Wow, are you ready for this? I literally thought the same thing while you were doing it. Bruce Willis is sent back in time to to the past where his younger self is going to kill him. There's a there's a society that exists. It's like a kind of a, a mafia, I guess. Yes. And they get rid of bodies, people they want to kill by sending them back in time and having someone in the past kill them and then bury them. So then they can't find their body. And uh, Bruce Willis is sent back in. Uh, Bruce Willis. Okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays a young Bruce Willis. Yes. And could they get two guys that look less like each other? Like it doesn't matter when you have acting like that. I know, but it's true. Oh, that when you say, the acting, like you say the, acting or abs. Oh, abs. That's also it makes me think of that Beach Boys movie too, where they like like Paul Love Dano and, and yeah, we're sure, like the yeah. acting. But that's like, not a time travel movie. No, I know, but I'm just talking about talking about two actors that look nothing alike, but they're playing like the older, right. younger versions. So anyway, so, sorry, uh, tangent. Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, is, is he's hired to kill these people who are sent in the past, and then one person that comes in the past is himself, and it's a question of whether he can kill himself. And I say Maybe this just is a paradox movie. It is, and I think this is a yeah. dynamic one. Because there's that scene when a guy's trying to escape and in the future. And so in the past, they start cutting off his limbs and they start disappearing in the moment as he's trying to escape. It's a horrifying scene. But that's showing that the timeline can be changed, the same timeline, and it didn't alter one to the other. Except that he still exists in this universe. I actually think it's a dynamic, but leaning more towards multiverse on this one. Because multiple realities... Pick a side. Okay, multiverse. Multiple realities are created. I mean, like we have the, the old Bruce still back in Bruce? time. Do we see any of the multiverses, though? Well, we see we see the way that Joseph Gordon decides to live his life after he doesn't kill him, and then you see it again when he, do, or actually see it first when he does kill him, and you see it again replayed when he do, doesn't kill him. You see those two things play out. Hmm. Exactly, like you totally see his whole life, and then I you see, see him go back in time. That really counts as multiverse, though. The, parallel universes. Yeah, but then it ends Parallel once like the universes. time travel decisions made, like that. No, but that's, that doesn't exist anymore. But that's precisely. I mean, if we're going to get to like something like Groundhog Day, which or which any of these movies, time so, travel, that's next, like time stopping. <laughs> no, no, it's actually multiverse. Wait, Groundhog Day? Yes, Groundhog Day. So tomorrow, I had I had a, a yeah. kind of a confusing conversation about sure. Groundhog Day because. It's not time travel. As this much is as actually the next one. So. Okay. Yeah. As a time loop. Yes, yes, So yes. But someone, Groundhog Day, if you haven't seen it, man, you're missing out. A guy gets stuck in the same day over and over same and over. Same with Edge of Tomorrow. And they said for like, I think it was like a thousand years is what they said on the commentary of how long he yeah. actually was stuck But I want to bring this up because different actions are taken every time in both Edge of Tomorrow and Groundhog Day. So it creates a different outcome. But they don't These keep existing, still, though. They, nope, they just they they expire. They do. That's the Says thing. Says who? Says Everything on the internet. Well, the internet. internet. Oh, please. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but seriously, those things are happening. And it's what? Not just, Doritos cause cancer? <laughs> it's not just in his brain. Like, he's actually playing this out. And if he, if he lived in one, like, he'd just keep going. But because he had to keep going until he lived through the day or woke up the next day. I'm going to agree with Kent. Okay, I don't only, buy it. But only on the basis of the one strange part of Groundhog Day. And that is uh, when, after he commits suicide, one of the times when he commits suicide, it shows uh, Andy McDowell and Chris Elliott mourning over him. Yeah. 
which shows that there is an existence it, post death. It's not just a crazy yeah. person having these thoughts. It's That's someone true. actually. But it just expires every single having, day, though. Like yeah, they don't continue. Not only for him because he's dead, yeah. but it still keeps playing. That's the multiple dead possibilities. He didn't die every time. And multiple options. Yeah, and that's that's multiverse. I, I'm gonna go with multiverse in this one as well. Do we vote on? Oh, we didn't go Looper. Looper. Wait, uh, wait, wait. Are you voting on Looper or Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day is multiverse. Okay. Do you agree? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Emily? that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say Emily? Uh, no. I I think it's uh, I think it's a loop. I don't think it's any of those ones. Uh, <laughs> the he does say wrong. He does change things though. He becomes a better person, and that's why. Yeah. So I guess dynamic. I also think Looper is the same because he kills his double and then he goes back and lives. And I say Looper's dynamic. I don't think it's multiverse. Yeah, I would say it's dynamic. I think dynamic there's one too. timeline okay. to go on there. Uh, source code. Multiverse. So it just is. They, they, really? they spell it out at the end. On that's like a, that's also like a, that one feels like a loop to me, too. So, or like Emily, a you want to give the synopsis of You're Source wrong. Code? The movie says it's multiverse in the end. Wait, wait. Okay, fine. Emily, Emily, tell us the synopsis of, um, of Source Code. Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, it's been a while. I'm like trying to remember. He like wakes up in someone else's body, right? Yep. Like, and, and he meets his fiance, and it's like the same, like, he has to stop the train from blowing up. Emily, there's what? a bomb in the train. Emily Blunt, is that who it is? No, it's Michelle, Michelle Monaghan. Monaghan. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan, yeah. that's right. Um, he has to stop this. He has to figure out who is responsible for... It's a train blowing up, right? Yeah, there's a bomb in the train. Yeah, it's a bomb on a train. And then every time uh, it explodes, it restarts again, right? His uh, And yep. he's like... His his memory... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. I know. Wait, wait. Shut so up. I, I <laughs> so like, uh, the movie at the end says, well, I no, guess okay. multiple well, I, universes. It's been a while since I've seen it, okay? You don't say, I know, okay? Say thank you. Oh yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know what we need to do? I we need to be giving both. ratings at the end of these movies too. Like you give this movie a. Well, we could maybe talk about one. the best of each kind. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know, tier one uh, time travel movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Source code. Yeah. I yeah. love Source Code. I, I, was, I was highly entertained. I Although really liked it. Ending, it didn't have as much rewatchability though once weird. you knew. Yeah, it gets a little weird. How did end. you not love it when Scott Bakula plays the father of Jake Gyllenhaal's character and then when he calls and says, hey daddy, he goes, oh boy. <laughs> did you catch that? I didn't. You didn't catch that? Well, I don't remember that. That was I such an once. Easter egg. His Scott Bakula from Quantum I'm says, sure, oh boy. I missed I'm that I'm sure entirely. in the moment that I really squealed happened? for joy. It really happened. I was like cheering. This is me. Everyone else is like this and then all of a sudden it was like split You don't see Scott Bakula though, right? just hear him. just his voice. I was like, yeah. I split. I think I can I can recommend all these movies we've talked about so far, with the exception of maybe Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah, yeah that one. And, for, and First Contact. But uh, I like First Contact. Eh, you can. But uh, that's, that's a good fine. one. Wait, you said you hadn't seen it. I know. That's fine. That's why you can't recommend it. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's a blind spot. You can't be saying hey, crap. What like about that? Project Almanac? Jacob, you do that all the time. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot. I have opinions on stuff I haven't seen. Yes. No, I always say you can't have opinions on stuff you haven't seen. No, you always have opinions on things you haven't seen. Only when I'm right. Okay, what's the next movie, Jake? Let's go. Oh, what I want to talk. Oh, there's one I did want to talk about as well to see if it, you consider it a time travel movie or not. Would be frequency. Oh, I was going to mention that. <laughs> That's it's, the next one. It's dynamic I'm sure it was, for Jacob. sure because <laughs> it was. Jacob's traveling through time and he <laughs> well, knows I, what I I'm going to say. I told him that I was like, make sure you talk about that one because I forgot no, to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, Emily mentioned it's, that one, and I was trying to. Yeah. I was trying it's, to find. But it frequency here. is a story about a, a guy who finds a radio, like a like an old ham radio, mm-hmm. and he can communicate with his father in the past. So yeah. he's speaking to his. He's not traveling. He's just talking to yeah. his dad in the past. But I still would consider it time travel. I would too. And I think it's definitely dynamic because he makes these, like, you know, he saves his dad. And then as a result. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for a movie in the 90s that not that many people really. I mean, some people know it. That was one of those underground ones, like Bandits. And yeah, I was like, but, man, people need to but, see this. But movie. everyone likes it that does see it, yeah. you know. So he oh, saves no, his dad. The but one. then, spoiler <laughs> alert, he lets, because he, his dad was saved uh, that day, like a serial killer. Like, it's his mom. 
gets his mom yeah and gets away and yeah. you know gets to kill more people than uh, he would have Joel do you have a vote on this one I'm gonna vote dynamic as well only because once again there's that part uh, when he's reaching for him he pulls the shotgun it blows off his hand and then the guy in the future yeah. in that timeline and then he gets all the memories all. like into there so like he yeah. that just that's the new timeline now hear me out guys <sighs> I do think multiverse. Multi- yeah, it's multiverse. Okay. Multiverse. He thinks everything's multiverse. <laughs> multiverse builds off a dynamic, like I said, but here's why it's multiverse. Because Jim Caviezel's character remembers everything from every timeline. He is, and that's the thing, dynamic. He wouldn't. But they don't when, exist anymore. They do, though, because every character remembers and his mom exists. And he goes, whoa, what's this? If it was dynamic, his mom would have always existed. That's the thing. That's the time change. Can I can I bring up a point there? Sure. Uh, and this is diverging on a different subject, but and so he picks heck? the best timeline. He literally picks the best timeline. Go ahead, Joel. So in time travel movies, do you feel like they should have memories of what happened before, or do you think those memories should go away? I think if it's dynamic, they should go away. Multiverse, he, they know. But if you, it's I, like I, killing well, your but grandparents, like Marty you going back in time, he can remember what the past was like before he comes back. Well, and I wonder, yeah, I wonder if that faded away with time. Like, at I, don't first think, it's like I, I don't think so. I, thought, I swear there was some TV show or How movie. How can you forget Biff bullying his dad so much? You yeah. know? Like it's, but no, I, I, there was some TV show or movie. I can't remember what it was, but they remembered, but it was going to fade away like a dream. Like they said, you're going to remember oh, for a bit, but it's going to fade away. And I, that's kind of how I feel. If time travel were real, <laughs> wouldn't your in brain mind, explode if you had two different memories of something? Or two, like, I don't I feel two like lifetimes. So. I feel like one should kind of drift away. No, honestly. I, I, I th- well, it will drift away, I think. But I think that memory's a tricky thing and you people make up memories like there's times when it's like oh i did this and it's like no that wasn't you that was that was a dream or i saw that on tv (laughs) and i think your brain can't coexist in that regard but i think if if time travel were real that would be my way of that it should work is that you'd remember it for a little bit but it would fade away with time wouldn't it be crazy because sorry guys i'm gonna talk about flash the tv show yes you should because if you're talking about multiverse that is the prime example and that's actually where the multiverse started is 1961 in a flash comic book because it got crazy, people complained. They said, "Yeah, the Flash did it." And so, in the Flash TV show, he goes back in time. He changes things ever so slightly by saving his mom. Well, he did that originally. You and mean then ever so slightly? He changed his origin. He changed his origin, and every character was just slightly different. Wouldn't that drive you crazy to come back to the present? All of a sudden, it was like, "Hey, we have this kind of relationship now," or "Hey, I don't really like you now." It's just, it's it's that would, would drive be so, me crazy yeah, because be that, the thing why it's multiverse is because the flash being the constant much like Jim Caviezel in the frequency knows everything that's ever happened he just sees people in different situations now Have you guys watched timeless yet no i have not no no okay Cool story, though. I mean, it got canceled and then... That's a cool story. That's a cool story. It got canceled. Cool story, The fans threw a fit, and so they brought it back. Oh, really? Three days later, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. You guys or didn't did heard the that? fans go back in time? That might have been it. it. That might have been It's a dynamic storyline. It's not a great show, but it's okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's all dynamic. They go back and change things. No, I, I have issues with... Anytime there's time travel in movies, I have issues with it. Really? Only because you can start finding holes and paradoxes and things like that. And for example, uh, when uh, this is talking about back to the future with many, which many of us have seen in back to the future two, when he burns the almanac and that's when things change or back to the future one, when he kisses his, his, uh, when George McFly kisses, uh, his mom, Lorraine, Lorraine, thank you. Um, that's when it changes. You're going to say George McFly kisses his mom. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he may have in another movie, uh, yeah. but he was I, I remember Glover, even as creepy. a kid, I remember thinking, well, wait, as soon as you think about doing something, doesn't your future self do it? And then it already changes. So as soon as you put that thought in your mind, things should shift. Why do you have to do the physical act of doing it for things to actually click into place? Mm-hmm. So that's always been kind of my mentality. It gets fuzzy, with time. right? Oh, it totally does. Yeah. Well, and then you get, you know, the, those little plot holes where it's like, well, 
if they went back in time, like, okay, predestination, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get too far into the details, but essentially there's a kind of a time loop going on that is a huge paradox, but you don't know where it started. It's like, how did that start? There's no way for that to start because how do you get into that loop in the first place? So that, I don't know, whenever I watch time travel movies, my, my brain starts thinking about too much about how time travel should I work. I think the other grievance we should talk about with time travel movies, sorry, Harry Potter fans, is like, why would you just use that time turner only oh. to save Buckbeak? <laughs> right. Like, that's the only time, like, the, like Especially if you introduce that into that universe and you're like, we're going to use it to save this, like, horse bird. I don't want to me, I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah, say. Excuse me. Uh, flying horse bird. I know what Buck, it is, but. <laughs> his name is Buckbeak. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's, that's the most important thing for you. you Not know, his like, parents. Or anything. Yeah, not his parents, not not Dumbledore. Well, except not for Dumbledore, I think does not to save Richard Harris when yeah. he gave Hermione the, the time <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. I think there's some sort of conversation about how you should not use it for you know to change too many things because it can have drastic effects. Although yeah. she's using it for to get to take yeah, more it's classes. Like, why, do you, why do you give yeah. that to her? No, it's, it's actually a crutch that probably should have never been introduced. Yeah, because sure. then it's like you want to rely on it. That is my favorite story, though. All right, here's the last one. Terminator 1 and 2. I need to ask. I, I know, don't know. This is hard. On this I one. don't know. Okay, so no, I, I did do the research on this one because okay. Terminator was in my list of fixed. And I went, wait, no. And I started thinking it's about kind it. It's dynamic. Uh-uh. Yeah. No fate, but, but what we make. No, right? but I think that Terminator 1 is a horror movie. Yeah, and yes, it's it fixed. is. Yeah. I think Terminator 2 is an action movie and it's multiverse. Because okay, explain uh, explain why. Because so, I thought about this one a lot. Okay, so in Terminator 1, we talked about this. Kyle Reese goes back in time to save Sarah Connor so she can give birth to John Connor. Turns out he's the dad all along. Great. So that has already happened. That loop was already there. That's fixed. And it's a horror movie because it's terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then James Cameron gets a hold of it. It becomes Terminator 2, super action movie Much with like awesome, awesome effects. Yeah. Um, and it's because it, it's mostly because the speech at the end. When Sarah Connor's talking, she's doing her narration, and it shows that road. And it's just essentially saying, look, our future is what you make of it. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Didn't you, isn't the whole point of this movie to change the future? Right. And I think it's just showing that you have this road and you can take whatever path you want, thus implying multiverse to me. So do you think even though they burned everything from Arnold and there was no device left to uh, even uh, make? Uh, 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 no, they left some stuff. Also? His, ar- his arm was still in the gears. If you remember his arm. Wasn't that get, from number one, not from number two? No, his arm two? gets stuck in the gears in number two, and then they burn him. Yeah. And, then they and he th- gives the thumbs up while going right. down in and the they throw in, they, they throw in the arm. I'm thinking right now. You, <laughs> you can't not reference that. They throw right, in right. the chip and the arm that uh, uh, the guy had in his house. Yeah. But Arnold's Dyson. arm is still. Yeah, Dyson. But Arnold's arm is still in the wheel where he not. You're he right. Quick fact check, just so you know. Nerd alert! <laughs> I know, I didn't know this on my own, and I just looked up for verification. James Cameron directed both. Yes. So he, he Yeah, he directed both Why of them. Why was it such a I don't know, but it, he then. does. But <laughs> Wait, James Cameron directed the first one? Yes, yep. he yeah. did. That was his wow. breakout movie, as yeah. I recall, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Huh. Remember, it's the 90s, and everyone loved action. Did someone go back and change that? <laughs> Maybe. 91 for Terminator 2. For the first one. Yeah. yeah oh, I see. Because yeah. the second one they like action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Just so, so, that out there. See, I'm still like, I'm, I think it's all three. I think it's a dynamic fix. Yeah, I think it's multiverse. all three, honestly. How could it be all of them? It can't be all three. The fact that they it goes like there's time travel is such a big part of that franchise that they do it so many times. Like, I think Genesis proves that there's multiverse. You think you know after so many years, Genesis doesn't that, exist. I know. <laughs> you think after so many years, they'd actually find a way to transport clothes. But, you know, they yeah, don't. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Everyone time travels naked. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, oh, speaking <laughs> uh, 
by the way, in uh, oh, what is it? Denzel Washington time travel Deja movie. Vu. Deja, Deja vu. vu. Multiverse. That was actually really impressive how they did time travel there. You would say that. Um, can you want to give the synopsis of Deja Vu? Just I don't quick? even remember. Well, he's, he's, he's there's he's a go- satellite thing and it watches people. It, and it's it's like, eagle eye. It's a little bit like <laughs> yeah, Minority Report. Except for he goes back in time to prevent things in, instead of knowing them. But I like how all they can, tr- like they're trying so hard to, to time travel and all they can do is uh, go back send a piece of paper. Like it was this piece of paper they had to send. Right. And then when they did send, this is why I remember that he had to strip down and then he has like a note on him saying, revive me. And like he travels back in time and they have to revive him and everything. But that actually, his timeline is closed after he changes the events in Deja Vu. Oh. He, he ends up going away. Well, he can away. never come, but you can never... Oh, he does. He ends up going away at the end, which leads me to believe it's a, it's a it dynamic. It could be dynamic then. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Is Minority Report a time travel movie in the same way that... Like, I read that uh, it was. The internet told me so. It can't really be a time travel movie, frequency though. is, maybe? It or? actually said it was a multiverse as well. Because not everyone's seeing oh. the precogs are seeing it. Because no matter... You well, make I would have thought that that was also fixed but you make because what they're doing, they see it and then that ends up happening. No, but he, yes. he changes things and he could have kept going and like it just... Every action has has a different reaction, and it creates something else entirely. I'm going to say, well, I guess it does have time travel elements because they are telling him what to change, and then they're able to change stuff. Yes. And stop people from preventing crimes, which is the whole point of Minority Report. If you haven't seen it, people predict. Great movie. People are going to. Tier one. To, yeah, definitely. It's no oh, first yeah. contact, yeah. but yeah. It's one of Steven Spielberg's best, I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, people downplay that one. Yeah, I really it's, like that it's one. Very we good. should do a Steven Spielberg show. Have, oh, oh, wait, we did. We did. Have you guys seen Run, Lola Run? It's a German oh, movie no. from 1998. I've wanted to see that for yeah, so long. Yeah, I've wanted to as well. I mean, I'm now going to hype it up too much, but it's a multiverse movie where Lola mm-hmm. runs to the market to go save her boyfriend, and she bumps into people at different times, and you see Polaroid pictures of how their life's going to turn out based on when she ran into them, like literally bumps into them, and how their life turns out based in its three different timelines throughout the movie, and it's so cool. That's another one like, uh, oh, shoot, what's that one? Sliding Doors. Yeah, I was just thinking doors. of that, too. Sliding yeah. Doors is, is a multiverse yeah. because whether she gets on the train and catches her fiancé cheating yeah. on her or doesn't, and you see the two timelines going together, which is a really fun experiment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so there we go. Fun examples. I love this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think we got pretty geeky in there, and I apologize if we did. We, we tried our best to, you know. Look, we did a farming episode two episodes Listen, ago. I think we deserve this. <laughs> yeah, you do. We've been you so do. wanting to talk about movies. <laughs> hey, Emily, thank you. Sorry, welcome. Sorry, Emily, geeky Emily can we let us talk about movies? Yes, I'll let you talk about movies but, anytime. Uh, thank you, Emily. You're welcome. But uh, I got, thank you. Say time travel were real. We're real. Mm. How would you see it happening? And would you think it would be a fixed or dynamic timeline? What, I guess the more fun question, let's go into this is first. Is this before pitches? Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is just kind of a, a bridge discussion. But if you were to time travel, where would you go and what would you do? Wow. I think it would have to be dynamic if it really existed. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I see. I want to say fixed. I don't think it can't. Well, maybe, but I don't think multiverse could actually exist in the real actually, world. Actually, scientists say this is the most realistic version. Yeah, well, they believe there are. They also say it's a bad No, seriously. What scientists yeah. are talking about this? <laughs> the movie theory where they were talking <laughs> about. No, we have hypotheses here <laughs> from our lab. <laughs> Look, are they going to invent a TARDIS? Are they going to invent a DeLorean that goes back in time? They said, no, that's kind of fun movie science. The multiverse is the closest thing because, well, we can't really measure it right now, but we can predict that there are multiple variations of our behavior that create different timelines. These are comic book scientists, aren't they? They are they comic are. book scientists, they are. yes. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, there's 
many people who are worried about multiverses existing you know which in one, different dimensions. Which one doesn't work and is only a plot device is a fixed timeline. Like the idea of no, you, I completely, I completely disagree. No, no. Well, I mean, like, I, let me let me specify, right? Because there's a lot of the ones where they go back in time, and then it's just like it's harder to do something, or people interrupt, or it's like the universe tries to stop them. Um, no, but I think so. That you think you think a baby Hitler that was replaced with another baby would Hitler, be Hitler would be baby Hitler? Yeah, <laughs> no, mean, regular well, Hitler. And, and you know, I just feel like that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it, make, it makes perfect sense to me. I mean, if we're thinking of time as one eternal realm. So you're saying nature, saying. nurture versus nature, and you think that nurture is more than nature. Yeah. Because I'm okay, saying the nature the, of the, the person. What's the Stephen King one that, that was just made on Hulu? 11-22-63. Exactly, right? So, the, like, the world, like, fate or some sort of Are thing. Are you ready? I'm ready, Kent, because you like Multiverse. This. It's a straight-up multiverse. What and is I don't, this? I have no idea what 11, this is. 11-22-63. Um... Your boy James Franco. Oh, stop that! <laughs> a character, not James Franco, goes back in time. It's basically James to Franco save goes back in JFK, time. hoping that he will oh, fix yeah. everything, so JFK will have continued to live, and so that life would hopefully be better. But he just—it was basically so Trump didn't become president. That was the <laughs> <Yeah>. idea. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: he keeps going back, and he keeps changing things different ways. And it no, but they had they had to assassinate JFK because he was turning into a zombie. Is, is that is, what? the aliens came down what, from wait, planet what Borgar movie is this? and no, this is real life guys. I saw it in a museum. Oh no. <laughs> is, are we wait, in another timeline? Time timeline? <laughs> no, the one where he loves Marvel. <laughs> That's what had to happen for you to love Marvel. But I bring it back to the point is I would love to visit a bunch of places, but if I had to go travel somewhere and there was no way of getting back, I, I definitely want to go someplace where there's deodorant and flushing toilets. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd love to see the past, sure, but I don't want to live there. I kind of like having a shower every morning. Do you like how we've talked about time travel, but we only talk about going to the past? But that's the thing. I, I would love to travel to the future. Mm-hmm. I would love to see what the world's like. Because, you know, every single movie set in the future is like either post-apocalyptic or, or super shiny. That's one of the reasons I love Minority Report is because it felt like kind of this, oh, that's well, kind of a realistic future. We kind of see some of the stuff from Minority Report, which was, you know, 15 yeah. years ago. And yeah. like you see some of it. These aren't my eyes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got new eyes. He has her eyes. <laughs> I think I would kind of want to do dynamic in the future, but not dynamic in the past. Mm-hmm. Because in the future, it's the present and things are happening and you're not going to screw anything up that happens but you're going to following up, you're going to screw up stuff you're going to yeah. screw up stuff in the it's, future it's, it's yeah, but, stuff but, I, but, but then at that point or, you're or saying fixed, ignorance is bliss but at that point i'm a resident of the future and it's not like i screwed up anyone's childhood or anything resident that of the future was my cr- band's name in college <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good band thing thank you like techno band uh it was mostly synthesizer music yeah. <laughs> that's it <laughs> but I, you know either i would like to see uh, you know i don't want to do fixed to be honest with you right because I, then you kind of know what's going to happen. And then you almost feel doomed. Yeah. You feel fated to do something or fulfill something no, that's yeah, already I mean, happened. But you can move around in it, but it's just it's already happened. That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like it's a plot device just to kind of like pull the rug out from under you. You went to all this effort, but haha, it's still the way it is. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like as I, opposed to I would kind of want to do a sort of slider thing. I would do multiverse Sliders. just to see because they always said there are going to be flying cars in 2017. There are no flying cars here, but there may be in the next world. Right. Maybe. Or there or, are. You just can't see them. Or like. You know, like maybe there are real superheroes in another world, right? We see them on movies right now, but maybe in R17, superheroes are real. There's a spectrum of people, and some people are on one end of the spectrum, and other people are on the other end of the spectrum, and they're going to fight together in glass. Maybe a little geeky about split because Emily's on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would want to do multiverse, but it also kind of bums me out that I could, oh, wow, I could never come back to my, where we are now. Mm -mm. Oh, no, I think I'm back to fixed. 
<laughs> it's safe. Well, no, the fix is kind of a safety net too, where it's like, hey, it's okay if you do something weird mm-hmm. because that's how it happened already. Um, also, I, I, and people always talk about this. I'd love to go back in time and like show people a cell phone and blow their minds. And I'm like, look, if you traveled back to like medieval times with a cell phone, first of all, they'd burn you. But second of all, there's no satellites and no electricity. So basically, you have the limited battery on your phone. No you 4G. can take some cool pictures. No Temple Wi-Fi. Run. That's basically it. <laughs> Temple Run. Look at this game I can do. Heathen. You can't call anyone. You can't do anything. I'm just like, yeah, it just seems like it's going to be a letdown if you go there. And I'd probably see dinosaurs just saying. Dinosaurs yeah. for sure. I, and then I you know. sneeze in their face and then they'd all die. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Yeah. It's trouble. All right. Time travel is trouble. Don't mess with you. it. You didn't say where you'd want to travel um, yeah. or wh- which timeline you'd like to believe in. Well, like I was saying, I mentioned before the show, I was watching this Back to the Future um, documentary that's on Netflix called Back in Time in case anyone's really nerdy and wants to watch it. Most of it was, have, have you seen it already? DVD. Oh, anyway. <laughs> it, came with, it came with the set. If you're really nerdy. <laughs> no, but I mean, most of it is like the most of the documentary is like. Back to the Future is so awesome. Everyone loves it. And all the fans are so great. Like that was basically, yeah. but, but, but anyway, in the very end, they were like asking all these people what they would, where they would go. And actually Woody Allen, they said, someone was like, I was talking to Woody Allen the other day and he said, I would never go back before penicillin was invented. Mm-hmm. But so like I, and I, and then this other guy, I don't even know who he was, but he made a good point. <laughs> he was some like knockoff, like back to the future band guy that made like the flux capacitors was their band or something. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> anyway, tangent, like he said, he's like, you know, just looking back at the last 100 years how much technology has advanced just seeing like 100 years from now like just seeing like what could happen within 100 years would actually be really I like to go 30 years it's a nice round number well I mean there's <laughs> thanks too, for back to the future reference the you're only, welcome Emily the only the only <laughs> thing is I would do uh, I would want to do something after I would die you know what I mean it's like you're like I'm not gonna see this so I want to go further than my lifetime yeah, will show call. me well and, and you talk about viewing too and this is my this is getting I don't know personal I guess I don't Ooh. know but if if time I I really believe that if time travel were able to happen, it would merely be a viewing experience. Like you couldn't interact at all. It would just be kind of seeing things. I could see that. Yeah. Man, about time really does it so well. They do. Just going back to those touching moments and then him being a young kid, just walking the beach with his dad. I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) Such a good movie. Mm -hmm. Jeez. (sighs) Tier one. Tier one. Easily. <laughs> Probably my favorite. Oh, man. Back to the Future, No, you can't. Back to the Future. But About Time is so good. Yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. guys different, yeah. that's another show. That's <laughs> yeah. another show. Don't have to rank No, them. it's this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is oh, the time t- travel show. time travel? <laughs> Put it on the list. <laughs> it's on the list. Sequel. All right. So, Kent, now that you've watched Gilmore Girls, we can do a pitch show. Let's do it. This does not count <laughs> for the Wait, pitch show. Wait, you said show. this counted earlier. Yeah. You yeah, haven't watched all of Gilmore Girls. Oh, heavens no. <laughs> but uh, So we, we gave each other the assignment to come up with a pitch idea mm-hmm. for a movie, for a time travel movie. Whether it be fixed, dynamic, or multiverse, doesn't matter. So, uh, ladies first. Oh, oh, no. I did not want to go first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take it going okay. first. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So... Um, my title is based off of a BuzzFeed quiz that I took a couple years ago <laughs> where they said, like, take a quiz to determine your love life. And the title that I got then was called The Not Now. <laughs> so this oh. is a this is a romantic comedy and it's it, I want it to be very indie and and it's also kind of meta tone, similar okay. to like Stranger Than Fiction, where. They are caught in this like uh, time travel situation, but they know it. And so they're like, you know, like how in uh, Stranger Than Fiction, they're like, oh, well, who is this author? What kind of book are they writing? Or also like Seventeen again, where he has a friend. So anyway, this okay. is this is my. Yeah, we didn't really talk about to like those age change ones as much. But yeah, 13 yeah. going yeah. on 30. Yeah. <laughs> OK, so this is this is my um, dynamic. This is my 
my plot line, please be gentle. <laughs> okay, so unlucky in love, Lila wishes she lived in a future where she's already settled down and has met the one. In a random act of magic, one morning she awakens in that very future as a married woman, ring on her finger, and a husband lying next to her. Family friendly, don't worry. Thank you. Um, her time in this future is only a glimpse, and she's convinced it's a dream until it keeps happening every time she falls asleep. She consults her nerdy best friend, who's very meta and knows all these things, to figure out... Who's that played by? It's that blonde lady that plays all the friends. No, I had... Oh, Judy Greer. Kitty, no, yeah, I, Judy I, Greer. I cast her as Kristen Ritter, because oh. I figure she's like the go-to Jessica friend. Jones, huh? Yeah, Jessica okay. Jones. She has a lot of range. I have... <laughs> <laughs> well, she just needs <laughs> to be the sarcastic, one. dumb yeah. friend that's she like, Jane. it's this, you know? Like, yeah. it's that one. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but okay. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, where was I? Defender's Bacon Bit after this. <laughs> <laughs> she consults her nerdy meta friend to figure out how to navigate this world of time travel. Will her actions prevent her from meeting her future husband? Meanwhile, she learns to... Um, she tries to learn more about this man she keeps waking up to, though anytime she asks a personal detail to reveal who he is, she wakes up back in her current timeline. So That'd she can't be just be like, who are you and how do I meet you? Like, hmm. if she does, like, she'll wake up. Uh, that sounds like a real dream. It's like, you want that information, but it just won't. Yeah, exactly. So you can't get it. So meanwhile, she tries to learn more about this man she keeps waking up to, and soon she's not positive if she's excited about her future at all, and worries about their incompatibility, and wonders if she should try to change it. Should she trust fate or test her luck with choice? So I wanted to, like, have, like, I was having a hard time That's casting, good. so I wanted, like, you like what, what are you no, gonna say? No, I like say? it. I really like <laughs> no, it. Actually, I'd, I'd watch it. Okay, cool. Well, so green light. I had, Jake, green light. Yeah, I'll green light that. Okay. So yeah. the spoiler alert: it ends like with their very first meeting, and then she realizes that love can't take shortcuts, and you have to go through the experience to know why. A you're life in love lesson. With this and there's person. a lesson. Yeah, nice. and the way they met nice. was the only way their relationship could take course. You can't just take shortcuts. I've actually thought about that a number of times. Like, if I could go back in time, like if I knew who was gonna, marry, I remember thinking this when I wasn't married, and I'm like, if I could go forward in time and see who I was going to marry and I met them now would I screw it up because I'd be so eager like oh, we're going to get married so yeah yeah exactly let's hang out all the time well, exactly so that was kind of my idea behind it I was having a tr I was having trouble casting the main well like so I really like Zoe Kazan because I like every romantic Zoe comedy Kazan. she's like a, she's always Ruby an indie Sparks. yeah she's in and also the big what sick now? that just came big out sick. and yeah what if oh yeah that's it what if okay yeah so I like her a lot I think she's really charming and so but the actor I was having a really hard time because I need some you need someone that like maybe you wouldn't be that excited about because you can't just be like Ryan Gosling because you'd be like yes I will take right. this you know I mean? like you need like some so um Brody suggested Bill Hader <laughs> he was like send I'm me married back. to this guy send yeah, me exactly. back <laughs> but then like you know he's kind of like lovable enough that you're like right. okay maybe I could do this <laughs> so that's that's my pitch I like it that's, good. that's, that's awesome <laughs> well thank you let's let's make it <laughs> uh, okay uh, right. I'll go next because I know you have a really good one coming up Joel yeah you can be our finale Joel what no Kent's is like always the finale yeah. no but no, I, yours I came up with this, this like time. three hours ago oh, so and it's you, only four pages it's only four pages <laughs> And you came up with yours a while ago, didn't you? This I is, did. I this did. is James Bond time travel. It's going to be good. <laughs> so, okay, here's the thing. I actually have a uh, book idea I've told you about, Jake, that I'm going to... It's not The Man on the Stairs, is it? It's not The Man on the Stairs. It's a different one. <gasps> That's too but bad. You should pitch that one sometime. The Man on we'll the Stairs in October. One. Yeah. Well, pitch we, show. I'm actually almost done writing watch, it. Watch Gilmore really? Girls by October. Then we can do Ugh, a pitch show. Stop it. Please, no. <laughs> pitch show. October. I actually have a really good horror movie idea, too, so we should oh, do a pitch show. We'll talk show. about it, for sure. But... It's the one where the city keeps being destroyed again and again, and it's kind of a multiverse sort of idea. This is the story you wrote? I'm not sharing that today oh, because okay. it's a pro project I'm working on. My story, I came up with just a few hours ago, is based on a true story. 
Are you uh, ready? Time travel? Yes. Story, Strangely, the story of Ben is, Bun. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Please don't. He's, he's already dead. <laughs> is he? Okay. Yeah. So I don't have a title for this one yet because it's just, it's so new in my brain. But are you ready? Yeah. I'm going to read the summary first. Okay. Just the IMDb synopsis and then I'll talk about the details. You made an IMDb synopsis? Of course I did. Okay. Two young LDS missionaries. Oh, oh no. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this, is, this is another timeline, right? This, this is, is this a Joel pitch. This isn't right. <laughs> Two young LDS missionaries <laughs> are driving their car at night in Western Australia when a sudden flash surrounds the car. Okay. While a little shocked at the sight, they continue on their journey and continue to lead normal lives, not knowing the impact that one life-changing burst had on their futures. This is a true story. They're psychic. You were, this dri- actually, you were driving? Is this my brother? This is actually about Emily's brother and myself. Oh, wow. We were, oh we were mission companions in Western Australia. And so I'll tell you. Is that by Peth? Uh, Peth. <laughs> it was it's out in the country. And actually, I'll give you the true story and then I'll tell you what happens in this movie. So it's not by Peth. It's it's about eight, five hours south of Peth. I was hoping you'd get an accent. Besselton. Besselton. I actually love doing an Aussie accent every now and then. And there you go. Not bad. <laughs> Aussie. Okay, guys. You ready? <laughs> so this really happened. Clayton and I, Emily's brother, we were... Elder Mackey. Is this, how you, is this how you explain like the season three time traveling thing? Yeah, pretty much. Related? Okay. We were driving in the country back from dinner. We were trying to get to our apartment. It was about a 30 minute drive, middle of nowhere. There's a road, no lights, no nothing. Beach to one side, out back to the other side. You have steakhouses over there? <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're driving. What's that in the field? It's a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of nowhere. Let me just stress this. Dark night. Not Batman. Darkest <laughs> night. Middle of nowhere. All of a sudden, this light goes. And this is, sounds silly. I you know it does. You saw a column of light directly above your head, which descended gradually. Surrounding. Blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, I know. This light goes. Boom. <laughs> All the way around the car, bright as day. I kid you not, because I have Emily's brother like, backing uh, up. Uh, he's on never here. told me this story, so I'm beginning to think it's all fiction. And, and no, it's three grandmas <laughs> came out. <laughs> yes. This light surrounds the car, and we we're just like, like, like from above. I, I'm confused. Was it above or below or surrounding every window? So you, was, was covered like in a light. white a white light or like bright as the sun. So I mean, did it look like daytime or was it like a flash of light? A flash. Okay. So it was probably 0.7 seconds. Okay. You ready? It's very specific. Aliens. It's, it's how we do numbers. You know that. Okay. And all of a sudden we, so he stops the car and we're looking at each other. Like, and you put what? down your camera that you just used the flash on. It was like, <laughs> what was that? And so we're like, uh, d- dude, uh, Elder, what was that? What was that? And then we're like, uh, we're going to check the car because maybe something exploded in the engine. Like that's kind of like our go-to, right? Yeah, seems logical. And so we walk around the car just to see if there's any like burn marks. We check the engine. Nothing smells like it's burning. The car didn't backfire or anything. We're just like. That's weird. The car seemed fine. We got back in. We were a little shaken, but we just drove back home and nothing ever happened. He and I still think of this as that to this day as something that changed our lives, (laughs) meaning that one timeline happened to go one way and this timeline happened. And now I live my life this way. Did Did the light touch you, Kent? Where did the where did the bad light no, touch you? No, well, but, but family but friendly. Is, is that is that all that happens, or is there is that there is more? literally all that happened? <laughs> no, it's but the weirdest pitch. thing. In the movie, thing. I mean, but in your pitch, okay. yeah, let's hear the story. Okay, so in my pitch, the same thing happens. <laughs> Nothing. We, we go kind of. It's it's almost like a weird indie movie with a sci fi twist, kind of like Safety Not Guaranteed. Okay. So me being the young missionary, we kind of just go back to our flat. I get back from my mission. I go to college, and what this becomes then. It's just a simple coming-of-age story where this kid 
has big dreams to become famous. He wants to be an actor. He wants to be a director. He wants to. He wants attention badly. But guess what? He lives a normal life, like fun relationships, gets married, has a couple kids, and always kind of goes, man, I wish there was just something else out there. It feels like I missed out on something. And But that's the thing. His Not life, autobiographical. His, his <laughs> life was just pretty average, right? And it was a consistently happy life. You're above average, buddy. Thanks, friends. In height. Okay. It was only when he was on... <laughs> Jake! Jake! <laughs> I'm sorry for what I did. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. There's a timeline where Jake was nice to me, just barely. And it was really nice. So it was only when he was on a solo drive at an old age that he notices a disturbance in the atmosphere, just driving out in the mountains somewhere. And like a shimmer kind of a thing? Yeah, and he stops, and he's stopped by government agents, and he's told he can't go any further, and so he kind of investigates a little bit further, and these the scientists are basically like, hey, actually, you've seen too much. Come here, we want you to be our guinea pig. And so... He, they say, we want you, we think we have a portal, and we think it can send you back in time, but you have to pick the time you want to go. And he's like, you know, I'm going to go to a time when I was making a lot of decisions in my life. I'm going to go back to when I was on my mission. Something kind of crazy happened there. And I think right when I got home, I kind of made certain decisions that led my life a certain way. So he goes, boom, right back to that point in his mission. He's in the car. Oh, that was kind of weird. Goes, gets off his mission, maybe gets on a radio station, becomes really famous, maybe and this was right after and it's still semi-autobiographical mm-hmm. becomes like a screenwriter becomes an a actor co-host of a podcast that makes no money right what? no no no. but he's incredibly successful but he, he he burns so brightly that it fades just as fast becomes it has been things are going really poorly and so he is kind of like he's like i would rather have a normal life and so once again he's sought by government these agents and they say hey we want you to do this experiment because he doesn't remember anything that happened in his previous Okay, existence. so he has no memory of the previous He doesn't timeline. know. Hey, we want you to do this experiment. Go through this portal. Think about a time when your life is feeling pretty, pretty pivotal. Boom, goes back. Immediately re- rewinds back to the original timeline where he always felt he was missing, on some, missing out on something. So is this like a, an eternal kind of loop? It's or a just, fixed multiverse. But I mean... But Two worlds. Is the I've mor- seen a movie Emily, like this. Emily had the moral there of her story. Is, is your moral that he's happier with the average life or is that he's caught... Is it he's kind of never, more of a horror? He's caught. This almost feels like never... eternal sunshine sort of feeling. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So he's caught. Also, there's a movie that I saw at Sundance this year called The Discovery that is very, oh, very similar. Oh, I've seen similar. it. Yeah. I've it's seen on that. Netflix. I've Watch seen that it. channel. Okay. Jason Siegel's in it, right? Yeah. Okay. The Discovery channel. No, it's just it's just yeah. called we, the we got it. We got it. <laughs> Emily didn't. Okay. Also, though, uh, that makes me think: Is La La Land a time travel movie? I with thought about the, the same lines? thing. Well, here's the thing: La La Land gives you what would have happened or what you want to see, but it's I, so fictionalized in that but fantasy. I think, yeah, yeah. But some people but guess would what? probably think, cling to it. I think it's a multiverse as well. I <laughs> you really think do. everything's a multiverse. <laughs> I really do. I love. He multiverses. needs that multiverse. He needs it. All right, so that's my thing. I know it was a little bit long, but you know, no, in another good. timeline, I tell short pitches. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the thing. I, I think if the pitch was a little more shorter and concise, Emily, I know. <laughs> Emily, <laughs> have you listened to the show? <laughs> we interrupted him a lot. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stop that. and start the music every time you guys interrupt me again. Oh, I love when you do that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, my pitch is actually one that I've had in my head. I don't know, decades. I'm excited. Yay. I, I've, had, I've had this in my head Ooh. for decades. It's a short story that I wanted to come up with, and I never really put pen to paper, but I've told it a couple times to people. And I wanted to write it down here just in this paragraph form, kind of an IMDb summary, except it has spoilers for, you know, the whole movie. But uh, it's going to be very simple movie, very low budget. Think like uh, Primer. We didn't talk about that. It's a very cerebral, very low budget time travel movie that tries to 
take time travel so seriously right. and scientifically that it almost it's gets annoying. Watch. Yeah. But it's a very, it's a very well done. Like it, it does a lot with a little money. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping this one would do. So two scientists have made a time travel breakthrough. They've created a machine that allows them to see through their own eyes in their past or future. So this is one of those where I feel like you can view your past or future, your own timeline, but that's all you can see. However, when one of the scientists travels forward in time, all he sees is blackness. At first, he thinks the machine is broken, but then his other uh, other scientist is seeing a bunch of stuff, and he's like, well, what's wrong with me? He suddenly realizes he's seeing from inside his own coffin. So he's dead. So then the scientist becomes obsessed with finding out how and when he dies. So he is spending day and night in there, jumping back and forth in his timeline. Okay, I'm alive here. Okay, I'm dead here. Okay, I'm alive here. Okay, I'm dead here. Trying to figure out at what point he dies and how so that he can prevent it. And he uh, ends up sacrificing work, sleep, family, friends, eating, personal hygiene, everything, just trying to find out what is going on. And uh, at one point when he's uh, doing this, he collapses in the lab. So his friend takes him to the hospital. And when he wakes up, he's told by the doctor that he's dying. And he's like, okay, this is it. And he says, well, what is it? And he says, well, I don't know how to tell you this, but you've been exposed to excessive amounts of radiation. Makes sense. And so that was what he did. Because of investigating his own death, he caused his own death. Fixed timeline. So there we go. Fixed timeline. I, like I think I it's like a multiverse. It. <laughs> multiverse. multiverse. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was actually picking Christian Bale to play this part. Just Great. He could, I could see him as a man who would be, you could see him obsessive, obsessive about Yeah, obsessive the, the about crazy things. takeover a little and bit. he can also lose a lot of weight real quick. <laughs> yes, so. yes, he can. Yeah. Who did you pick who you were going to do for yours? I actually didn't, but now I'm thinking the yeah. kid from um, Meet Earl and the Dying Girl. I think he could play like a young oh. LDS missionary, a skinny little kid. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With aspirations of becoming something bigger. Yeah. So there you go. There's our time travel pitches. Yay. We got new pitches for free. Yay. (laughs) Mini pitches. Um, But no, I I really, I enjoy the concept of time travel. I think it's a really fun thing to talk about. It does get very convoluted very quickly. So I'm hoping that in listening to this, you didn't didn't get too bored with some of our our sidetracks. But yeah. My brain's a little bit like bursting with all the information. (laughs) All right, guys. You want a Jacob twist? Yes. No. Nope. Yes, sir. <laughs> Dang it. You guys both voted yes. Two out of three. And plus my vote counts too. So, all right. It's like Star Wars all over again. We'll start, we'll start, with, we'll start with ladies first with our guest. Well, again. Emily, <laughs> since uh, uh, we're probably not going to cover time travel for a while, I would like to know what are your top, say three, and you don't have to rank them. Go ahead if you want to. Time travel, them. movies, all time. Oh, she's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. I'm glad she's ready. I'm going to look I saw the up. future and I came ready. <laughs> so number three, I would I think Bill and Ted's. I have a, I have a soft spot in my heart for it. It's, it's yeah. so dumb, but you know, like Joel said, the fact that it doesn't take itself so seriously is kind of why it's it's just it's just pure fun. And, and you know, you get to see all these like historical figures, what they would do in this you know, California town. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of funny. Um, and the stepmom angle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now they're making out in your own room. <laughs> he just got kicked out of your own room. Um, so that would be my number three. Num- okay. Number two would be about time for sure. I think number two would be about time. Yeah. I think that like, just not good enough for number one. I get it. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I think I just love that. It's very, it's a very personal, like realistic, like what you would do if you had that power. And, um, it's a it's a very beautifully told and just a really great film, and it it grows on you every single time you see it. Um, and number one, Back to the Future for me is like a I mean I think About Time is a perfect movie too, but Back to the Future is just one of those you know culturally defining 
so wonderful and in movie, the genre it, like, it's such a standout it, well, it yeah, is. It is. Like, I have memories of my parents going to see it over in the theaters with friends yeah. over and over again and they wouldn't take the kids yeah it's just it's just wonderful just like, it's like I, was, I was like memory. I want to see it <laughs> yeah I mean that's one that I definitely remember growing <laughs> Joel up Joel was traumatized by that I think yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, he should be <laughs> I'll go I'll go second okay only because I think Melissa is exactly the same I as thought yours. so you don't have to you don't have to do order if you don't want except it would be because the only exception would be if we're counting Groundhog Day as a time travel movie, it might bump out Bill and Ted's because t- Groundhog Day really is one of my favorite movies of all time because I love how I love I love this, the original story. I think the acting is hilarious and I love the message of it, too. Just, you know, getting yourself towards perfection through time. Um, so that might be my number three and might bump out Bill and Ted's because I love Bill and Ted's. But Groundhog Day is, I don't know, more uh, nutritious. Well, it's probably a less guilt, guilty pleasure. Except for I love Bill and Ted. Yeah. And my number two is about time uh, just because that movie is so good and so heartwarming and funny and just mm-hmm. beautiful music too. Like we own the soundtrack my wife and I, we love listening to it. And, and then, it was played at my wedding, remember? I do. You were like so happy about yeah, it. And yeah. I tried pointing out to Kent and he's like, I don't care. <laughs> I got there like 10 minutes left of the whole thing. He's like, I hate love. I, and I just want to eat. And never want to back to the future because I am up for that watching that movie almost oh, any yeah. time. It's mm-hmm. it's so much fun. The soundtrack, Alan Silvestri is is brilliant in the music in there and just Doc and Marty are iconic characters. It's such a great movie. And there's so much like great balance between comedy and um, tension, even still watching just it so many times. The final and, scene when he's trying to get yeah. back is so tense. It's so well done. And they do such a good job of like keep putting obstacles in their way and you're like, are they going to make it? Even though you know they're gonna. And for the most part when you think of blockbusters nowadays, like characters don't become that iconic and that memorable. Like no, I mean, true. I mean you think of it now like as a trilogy, but like then they were just two characters in a blockbuster movie and they were amazing. Yeah, exactly. Because that movie was so good. And because it says to be continued as a joke. Yeah. People were like one or two and three coming out. Yeah, exactly. If there's one thing I know for sure is that Kent will have a different list. Yeah, he's going to have about time as number one. Can we talk about Somewhere in and Time, you guys? Interstellar. Yeah, we, we, we forgot about I've, Somewhere in I've Time. I've never seen it. Oh, you should. I know the entire story. I know about the penny. You and really should. It's kind of heartbreaking, it. actually. I think Jane it's in Seymour. I also know what else is going to be on your list that we also didn't mention, which is The Lake House with <laughs> Sandra Bullock. <laughs> they have great chemistry, honestly. Once again, multiverse. No, no real. I, I think it's going to be like Donnie Darko and Time Cop. I, I, wish, we, I wish we did a top five because. Oh, I should have done Time Cop. I just realized looking at this list, I love time travel movies because Donnie Darko is one of my favorites. I love is it in your top monkeys. three? It is not. Oh. My top three Kate is... Kate Leopold. <laughs> Kate Leopold? <laughs> no. You love that Premonition, one. Premonition, another Sandra Bullock one that Looper. we didn't talk about. Looper's my number three. <laughs> Looper okay. number three. I think it's, right. it's just fantastic. Visually oh, stunning. I know it is number one. So is. cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it is. Number two is about time. Man... That movie. We've all put up about time. It's our number two. Yeah, it's, a, oh, uh, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's, it's a movie that made me emotional, and I don't get emotional in this timeline. And then number one clearly is Interstellar. I knew like, that. The Did you get emotional a freaking in masterpiece. Oh, I think I cried Ow. in Interstellar. Seriously. Wait, that's getting emotional. <laughs> no, Did yeah, you get emotional? Saying, oh, man, I cried. Yeah. It's getting emotional, Ken. <laughs> right. No, inter, inter, Interstellar, like, I almost don't want to call it a time travel movie, well, but you guys did say. Well, that's why it's not for me. Like, I, I think of it more of as, as a space movie with time travel elements. Exactly. And if yeah. I was saying. I think of it more of as a beautiful nap movie. I, I'm saying, like, movies that if I was going, like, top 50, those w- movies in no, that order would be that way. But if I was just going time travel movies, like, there's really nothing that's more iconic time travel then back to the future, right? And that's why I have to agree, but I have to play hipster on this one because I don't want the same list. Hipster yeah. card. Makes sense. Yes. Otherwise it would have been the same. But I guess yeah. you, you can now take that listener. Well, he as, wouldn't as, have put Bill and Ted's on his, though. No. no. <laughs> but you can take that no. listener. Those, those movies we just discussed are, are worth a watch, definitely. Yeah, Jake, what about you? Do you have a favorite top three? 
Time Cop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does the splits on the table. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only thing people remember about that movie is when he does the splits to avoid a bullet. You know what one I didn't mention that would definitely be in my top five? It, it would be The Edge of Tomorrow, Live or Die oh, Repeat. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's such a fun movie. You know what's crazy is like they took this like formula that could have just been terrible, the Groundhog Day formula, mm-hmm. and it was masterful. It was they made so it feel original cool. again. Did you know there's like two movies coming out? Like one came out already this year and one about to come out that are using that same thing. Yeah, in there's a, a horror genre. movie coming yeah, out. Yeah, I saw the horror movie one. And then there was Which one at Sundance called Before I Fall where yeah. it was like this like teenager drama. Right. Like Blech. dumb movie. I did watch that one once. Oh, while no I was good? At work. It was, no, okay. I, which is why I didn't mention it yeah. but until now. <laughs> if so I, there you go. If I were to pick new ones though, the ones that didn't get tons of attention would be Terminator 2 and Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man, Those are two of my so very fun. favorites. Yeah. But uh, so there you go. We, we want to hear back from you. Uh, let us know on our Facebook page or at BakerCell.com or on Twitter some of your favorite time trial movies, uh, if you agree with our decisions or not. But even if we if it's the same ones we do, we love just reveling in the fact that we all like the same movies. And we like <laughs> when people like different movies, too. Yeah. So, But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter or you can find me at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. Oh, yeah. And oh, you- sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Emily, we just, and our we guest. Just, I know she's a part of the team, so I'm just I like, hey, we're just going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily, where can people find you? Oh, you can find me. Um, uh, usually, I'm on Twitter a lot um, at Emily Mackey, M A C K A Y one one three eight. It's it's Mackey, but I mean, actually, it's Hennifer now. But uh, anyway, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> time to change your Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> um, and then you have a website as well. And you do reviews. I do. Yes, it's moviesandmayhem.com. N, like the letter N. Like the letter N. Like Toys R Us, but movies and mayhem. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Sorry, I totally Big jumped in there as well. Yeah. No. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. And also my movie reviews are at ShowtimeShowdam.com. Say that right? Uh, yeah, say Showdown. 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 Show enough. Have you guys oh. seen? <laughs> Sorry. You I get hate so that mad. movie. Last Joel, have you seen The Final Countdown, 1980? Define. Oh, with the with the big old battle cruiser thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a terrible movie. I did that just so you would sing, actually. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I only got through it like two half syllables. Works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob A. Rogers, and go find Bacon Sale on Twitter at Bacon Sale, and go to our Facebook page as well, and uh, follow us there, like us there. Okay, uh, Kent, Emily, Jacob. I am going to try an experiment now, based on about time. All right. I am going to clench my fists and time, do a time travel experiment, and I'm going to see if I can go back in time to the beginning of this episode and give the introduction. Are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Wavelength. You are now listening to Wavelength. I just tell people what to do. So Every episode of Baby Cell is heavily scripted by Kent. <laughs> I wouldn't know anymore, because right? I was in a snow globe, so. Well, there's actually three distinct parts. <laughs> Fixed dynamic and multi-pass. I did kill Mr. Miyagi, just so you know. I'm finally a real guest. Dad? Make out with Margot Robbie. I yeah. wouldn't do that, but I'm sure you guys would. It's yeah. carried on the Y chromosome. Um, <laughs> it's genetics, Kent. There may be a cool boy podcast that we decided to start. We had never named it that. Every time I Googled, yeah. it's like, baby Hitler. Sliders. The mini hamburgers. And I love Marvel in this universe. Ugh. And I don't get emotional in this timeline. Go fart. Go fart. Jeez, Romulan ships. Then they yeah, bring, they out, space. bring out the red matter. That's the one where the him and Picard go riding on horses together in the mountains, right? The Says thing. who? Says everything on the internet. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I know. A cool story, though. I mean, it got canceled. Totally awesome, right? <clears throat> oh, man. So sweet. 
<laughs> you think after so many years, they'd actually find a way to transport clothes. Everyone time travels naked, but I don't want to live there. kind of like having a shower every morning. Dry What's that in the field? It's a blooming onion. <laughs> You're above average, buddy. Thanks, friend. Aww. And hype. Is... First you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. <laughs> Give me some sugar, baby. So good. Thank you, Kent. <laughs>